You are listening to the Wool Academy podcast. This is episode number 38. Hello and welcome. My name is Elizabeth van Delden and once a week we talk to an industry expert from the wool industry supply chain from farm to fashion and beyond, delivering strategies and insights to be successful in wool and showcasing those beautiful stories wool has to tell. I am delighted to welcome Francesco Bottopuola on the show today. Francesco is the Chief Operating Officer at Reda. Reda is a distinguished Italian-based weaving company. Reda was founded in 1865 in the Biella province in Italy and is owned and run by the Bottopuola family today. You might know Reda fabrics because they are very well known internationally for being particularly luxurious and of high quality. But coming back to Francesco, Francesco has been a student of wool in every possible way. He has worked in the Scottish mill, sold fabrics in London, worked as the radar sales manager responsible for Japan, Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong and Singapore. But his experience does not stop there. Francesco also worked for some time in New Zealand, working directly on the company-owned sheep farms, where he even learned how to class wool. I am a bit jealous of this kind of experience that Francesco got during his career, but therefore even more excited to be talking to Francesco today. Francesco, welcome. It's so great to have you as a guest on the show today. How are you? Good, uh, good day. How are you to you, Elizabeth? Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for this invitation. I'm delighted. And uh, if you want, I can talk uh, a little bit about myself uh, and uh, Uh, what I've done uh, in the last uh, 33 years. Yes, please do. I gave already a little introduction, but obviously I didn't really say what you are doing actually right now today. And also give us a little bit more detail about uh, Reda. Okay, I, I started uh, in the wool industry since I born, probably because uh, my family is, uh, is a wool maniac family. Um, but uh, actually, my my real starting uh, date uh, is 9 September of '84, where uh, um, I, I spent two years abroad, of which uh, um, part of it was in England, uh, part of it was uh, in uh, in Australia, working for uh, the old Australian Wool Corporation, and uh, part of it was uh, in. Um, garments manufacturing and after that I joined Reda for after two years uh, and uh, I and I started my my business career uh, working at the beginning as I said in the commercial department uh, for the Far East market and then my my attitude probably or my my passion uh, started uh, to be more on the technical side and more uh, and more in the wool side of the business so I I joined, uh, at that moment, the company was run by Luigi, my father, the president of the company at that time, and Roberto, the CEO, and, uh, and uh, I started to be under the overlook of uh, Roberto, that was more on the technical side. So, since then, uh, I joined uh, um, Reda, and uh, my expertise and my experience was all about uh, machinery, people, uh, all the all about quality, all about uh, everything that uh, is uh, involving from, from, from actually from farming to, to the finished product. And 
and that uh, that uh, is uh, a little bit uh, part of our story because in the meantime we 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 bought a farm in New Zealand um, as a company and uh, just to understand a little bit more about uh, uh, the problem behind farming and so I got some experience also there and uh, then in the meantime we 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 established a company in Australia, New England Wool, that uh, uh, with a partnership, of course, where we we start to buy our own greasy wool with our structure, with our people, with uh, with our knowledge, and uh, and in the meantime, we also bought uh, a combi mill, which we are still running now, uh, where we got experience. Also, there we learn also in the combin side. So today uh, I would say that uh, Reda is a really vertical uh, company from farming to, uh, to, to, to the finished product fabrics. And then uh, also in, in the meantime, uh, we develop uh, uh, different uh, um, different company in in the, um, in the downstream in, in, in the in the market. One was for um, is called Revolution that makes uh, um, garments manufacturing in pure wool for for sportswear for outdoor. And the other one is called Lanieri, where we make uh, um, made-to-measure suits uh, only online. So I would say that uh, today we can really uh, say that uh, we are uh, we can control uh, uh, all the all the different cycle of uh, the production from from farming up to up to up to finished product uh, and uh, finished product in this in this sense uh, is also garments um, of course uh, the farming side is very small compared to the wood that we need because uh, reda today the needs of reda is around uh, 22 25000 bells per year and uh, our farm can provide only a small, very, very small portion of that. Um, Reda in the is a, as I said, is a vertical company. Um, export uh, eighty percent of its production uh, all over the world. Um, is uh, employee over four hundred people, and uh, and uh, we work. Uh, uh, 320 days on 365 days, so quite a big time of working. And um, what else? Uh, what else would you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was already a great introduction. Thank you so much. But I want. Do you think because your family took over the Reda Mill in 1919, and you told us now about all these different additions that happened and changes? Do you think that is what made you survive? In, in the wool industry up to today and being successful, that you constantly changed your kind of business model? Ma, um, I think uh, the, the, the part of the success of, uh, of the company is, uh, is, um, is because of the quality and the innovation. And uh, innovation means changing. 
and be ready to change any time and try to anticipate because the world is changing so fast that uh, um, unless you are ready to change, uh, you are going to die. And, uh, and I think that part of the success is the capability of the people of the company to adapt at a new, a new challenge and, uh, and be ready to get a new challenge. This is probably... Uh, um, the most important part uh, of uh, our, our um, philosophy, uh, be ready to change, always keeping in consideration that we, you must deliver quality, always. Okay, that sounds good. And you also said that whenever Reda ventured into a new field, like buying a sheep farm or several sheep farms and then also um, starting New England Wool in Australia, um, you always learned something. Can you share maybe something that you particularly learned and how that was helpful for your business overall? Um, <laughs> it's a very difficult question in the sense that you learn every, uh, every day something, uh, really. is uh, uh, from If I to say something from sheep farming, uh, I would say probably that um, we, we, we can understand much better uh, the reason why um, the wool grower uh, Uh, sometimes are complaining with right or wrong. We, 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 we understand the difficulties that there is uh, uh, in the professionality that uh, you must have uh, to be a, a professional uh, farmer. Um, so uh, probably we appreciate more what there is behind uh, that. And... Um, And this is, uh, I think, uh, is, uh, is, um, is the best way to, to learn normally is to put your hand in the business. And this is what we have done. And uh, probably another uh, good uh, tip, uh, uh, what we learn from there, what personal I learned from them is, uh, is about classing the wool and uh, to understand the different type of wool coming from the different part of the ship. And this is very, very, very important because... Uh, um, each part uh, of the fleece or the oddments uh, has got different characteristics and you must know them to, in order to appreciate them and in order to use them in different ways for different products. Yeah, the wool classing um, is something that I also find really fascinating and I wish I had some more knowledge on that, but I, I, indeed that is really, it's like a real art how to do that, I think. Great. Um, I would also like to talk about the different parts of your company. So you have the Reda Woven Fabrics, then you have Revolution and Reda Active. Maybe let's talk about all three. Um, who would be your typical customer of the Reda Fabrics? Okay, Reda has got uh, three business units. Reda 1865, that is um, producing fabric for men's suitings from in pure wool, of course, mostly pure wool. And uh, of course, we have other line in some wool and lean and uh, wool and cashmere, but mostly is pure wool. And um, uh, it's normally it's for businessmen. It's for, for um, and the, the customer in the world are the, 
uh, what you can imagine, the most important customers. So we start from Armani, Zegna, Canali, Polo, um, Ralph Lauren. Um, really, we, we, we go in a wide range of customers that, uh, that use wool uh, um, for business suits. And um, and um, and then the other two business line and uh, with with Reda we produce around the 7.5 million meters of fabric, so uh, around 35,000 meters a day, and that's mean uh, uh, over 10,000 suits a day. And every morning we wake up and we try to understand where do we sell 10,000 suits a day. Anyway, this is what is happening today. Yeah, that's but that's so good to have those numbers. Yeah, thank you. That makes it more visual than just the amount of meters. Yes, yes, yes. Then we have a revolution. As I said, the revolution is the business um, line for um, garments in pure wool for outdoor and sports. Uh, everything is, uh, the fabric is made in Italy and uh, of course, uh, and, um, and um, is, um, is, um, at the moment uh, is still a small uh, uh, business unit, uh, but uh, um, uh, this small business unit uh, helped us to develop uh, a new business unit that is growing very well, that is called Reda Active, and Reda Active stands for Fabrics with Performance. So while in Reda 1865 we talk about Super Under, Super Under 20 or Super Under 30, whatever it is, in Reda Acti, we talk about performance. And when we talk about performance, wool has, uh, is the only fiber in the world, probably, that has uh, so many characteristics, so many performance that any other fiber are trying to copy. And they can copy only one performance uh, um, as a sole performance, not all, all of them together. Um, so Reda Active is used uh, by 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 many customers, both from fashion and both from sportswear, and there is this um, um, amalgamation and um, and 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 ground that uh, we we could see in the recent year that the fashion people are moving a little bit more in the sports line and the sportswear company are moving a little bit more in the fashion. And we are exactly in, in, in that part. Even if um, Reda Active is used from uh, uh, is used uh, by some important customer that are using them uh, like uh, um, the inside of the ski boots uh, because uh, wool uh, keeps warm and dries up uh, 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 dries up uh, the humidity and it uh, doesn't smell. Uh, it's used by uh, another important company to ma that makes helmet for skiing. Uh, it's used by to make shoes. Uh, and uh, uh, really, uh, the, the, the capability uh, in the category where wool can go is really, really uh, quite big. And uh, we are facing now this... Uh, this, uh, this opportunity and we are growing little by little in order to, to, to bring the wool in different category, uh, market category. Yeah, I think that's important what you say because we don't really think about these products that you just mentioned like ski helmets or skiing boots. Um, 
but that yeah wool also has there lots of um things to contribute and not only as a t-shirt or as a suit as you would usually think of so that's that's really interesting and one thing that I understand especially with how you achieve your great qualities that you are specialized in compact spinning and as you have a technical background can you explain a little bit what exactly compact spinning is compared to the usual spinning Compact spinning is uh, already, I think, uh, more than uh, 15 years uh, old technology. Uh, actually, is even older. But uh, they say that uh, when compact spinning arrived, uh, Reda adopted uh, because uh, makes the yarn more regular, makes the yarn more clean, and uh, helps uh, through a device that uh, tends to um, makes the fiber work all together. So, uh, in other words, uh, makes a yarn that has got uh, at the end uh, more elongation and more uh, um, strength uh, uh, compared to yarn made from the same um, wool that is not compact. Um, of course, uh, uh, compact spinning is, uh, is a technology that uh, um, has changed a lot uh, the, the, the appearance of the fabric. You have uh, more, uh, more clear fabrics, better fabrics to, 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 to look and put you in, uh, in, a, in, in a different, uh, again, is, a, is another step towards quality, so you increase the quality and uh, is an innovation, is a technological innovation that uh, it gives you another step to uh, increase your, uh, your, um, your strengths. Okay, thank you. That, that was really clear for explaining that. And then another point I felt uh, from your website is that um, traceability is also an important topic for Reda. And can you maybe talk a little bit more why it is so important and how you actually um, ensure traceability of the fiber? Traceability is, uh, is something that uh, is asked by the final consumer. Uh, today, uh, the final consumer wants to know everything from the food where it's coming from, where it's been bred, or uh, what has been eating, and also people want to know where this uh, fabric has been made, uh, the wool where it's coming from, uh, the ship has been treated well. Um, so actually traceability is, is going to become more and more important because uh, of uh, the transparency and the internet. <laughs> as simple as that. People want to know everything about you, and, and you must be able to prove what uh, what uh, what you're saying. And um, so, what we are doing, we are just uh, uh, helping uh, to the the final consumer. In this case, our customer, but at the end, is the final consumer to give uh, um, exactly the information of. Uh, uh, that fabrics uh, from which wool uh, is coming from, from which country, and uh, the fabric where it's been made, where it's been combed, spin, and weaved, and finished. So it's going to be uh, 
but is already it's not it's going to be is already a request a market request to the final consumer and is it easier for you to meet this demand because you are pr pretty much vertically integrated then yeah it is much easier because we are very much integrated and this is uh, um, an important factor because uh, controlling all the all the um, all the verticality you you can it, it will be much easier to prove the things to the to the customer and to the final consumer okay and i also read that you are EMAS, I don't know how to say that, EMAS certified, EMAS, um, so, and it stands for eco-management system, but I'm not really sure what it means, so maybe you can enlighten me, what does EMAS certified mean? EMAS uh, is, uh, the real meaning is Environmental Maintenance Assurance Scheme, is a um, is, um, is, uh, European certification, very, very strict. And uh, today in Europe, uh, Reda is the benchmark for any textile mill uh, uh, that wants to be certified AMAS. When you are AMAS certified, uh, they give you free of charge ISO 14001, which is the difference. ISO 14001 is a picture in a, in a moment. It's like the balance sheet. At the end of the year, you make the balance sheet, and that is the picture in that moment. AMAS is completely different because uh, um, um, is a philosophy that obliges you to improve uh, or to decrease your impact in the in the world. We all have an impact in the world, but our aim is to decrease uh, the impact in terms of uh, um, usage of water. Try to use as less water as possible. Uh, usage of uh, energy. Try to use uh, less energy or try to find energy from uh, natural. Um, so uh, EMAS uh, is uh, something that uh, is, is, um, is something that we embrace uh, over 15 years ago where nobody was talking about uh, um, environment uh, and so on. And, um, and, and, and we did it because uh, as a company we have an impact in our territory but we live here and our kids live here and the kids of our people live here and the, our people live here so we we wanted really we was a family philosophy where uh, we really wanted to 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 be able to measure and to decrease our environmental impact in the world and um, and today is, uh, is, uh, is something that um, customers are asking and uh, oh, customer the final consumer is asking also like traceability but they're asking also about uh, uh, how is your impact uh, how, what do you do to to decrease uh, your impact and uh, unless you have a system where you can measure that uh, you cannot answer okay yeah thank you for enlightening me on that and uh, i agree that um the, on the one hand, it's a lot of work to implement these systems, but they also give you a lot of information on how to make your company and your product better and yeah, and give the promise um, to your consumer. Yes. And you also started Revolution, and through that you now have direct access actually to the end consumer. Is there something in particularly that you learned um, through this direct contact with the end consumer? 
<laughs> first of all, when we started Revolution, uh, we made the, the first uh, two decisions. The first five minutes were perfect. The decision to start a revolution and the name. <laughs> and from that moment onwards, uh, all the other decisions were, um, were wrong. But uh, if we look back, uh, uh, today we 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 are we are very 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 happy in the sense that um, uh, revolution is uh, is, a, is more on the final product. Uh, honestly, uh, we um, we our mentality, our attitude is more on uh, um, is more on fabrics. We are we are good uh, um, in quality. Um, um, innovator in fabrics. Uh, probably, if I look back, uh, uh, we should have started uh, in a different way with uh, more, uh, uh, with um, someone that knew a little bit more about the, the, the distribution, the final market. But at the end, uh, is uh, is uh, this 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 sportswear. Uh, brand uh, is uh, still growing, and uh, and um, we make mistake. But from the mistake you learn. If you don't make mistake, you don't learn anything. So uh, as long as you don't make always the same mistake, this is the most important thing. And what um, did you learn, for example? Can you give us an example? <laughs> uh, that probably we should have. Uh, um, we should have done, uh, as I said, we, we should have done probably uh, a better um, um, consolidation in the structure of the people that uh, we engage uh, at the beginning. Probably we should have called um, or make more scouting for some expertise. Uh, and. Probably we've been uh, a little bit too, uh, how can I say, um, presumptuous uh, because we we thought that we were able to do it, and uh, uh, probably if we were less presumptuous, we we should have uh, employed people that uh, were more in the in the in the in that in the garments uh, business uh, that probably we could avoid some mistake. Okay, thank you. And what I also find very interesting is I looked at your Facebook page and also your Instagram and you have over 41,700 likes on Facebook and over 5,300 followers on Instagram. And I think those are really um, amazing numbers for these social media platforms. And do you see particular benefits from having this social media engagement for revolution? It's, uh, it's, um, we 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 have uh, we are starting now to to build in uh, um, our brand awareness um, through this uh, um, this social network. Uh, um, of course, uh, uh, these are uh, two of many of them, and uh, we need the up. Absolutely, to to consolidate and to grow in the, in in the in this new system because um, the world uh, uh, is uh, is going in that direction. Um, probably um, 
probably we 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 are still uh, um, we're still very young in, in the digital market, and uh, but uh, this digital market is growing so fast that uh, we 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 are in, in this moment uh, um, looking for uh, new opportunity and how to grow in uh, and to grow our brand. Uh, uh, in uh, in this uh, new system anyway yeah but i think you're being very modest because um other brands um don't have this kind of um social media following yet so i think you you have already come a long way um and i see you also regularly posting on those channels so i think you're on your right way so continue and i'm sure you'll see more success for your brand as well Now, um, before we come to an end, uh, can you tell or share with us uh, your favorite moment or experience that you had during your career in the wool industry? Well, um, I, I, I must say that uh, probably my best moment was uh, the worst moment of the company that uh, happened uh, probably in 2009 where we lost uh, 30% of our turnover in one year. And, uh, and uh, if I look back, uh, probably that was the moment where we changed more. And um, it was the moment that the uh, revolution started, was the moment of uh, decision, decision-making. Uh, was a moment uh, very difficult. We, we suffer a lot, but... Uh, um, All the company and all the people in the company, we came together and uh, we, we decided we must change. We need, we need to do something together. And, uh, and uh, that has consolidated a strength and uh, energy uh, that uh, is still going now. It's still going now. And uh, that probably the worst moment is my best moment that uh, if, if uh, I would like to recall. Well, that's a very powerful message um, and very motivating for everyone who might be going through struggling times that you can actually make it the beginning of something really, really great. Thank you for sharing that, Francesco. Now, um, where can people best uh, connect with Reda? Um, should it be the website or um, the Facebook page? What is the best way for people to find out more about your company? Of course, uh, um, you can look at the, our website www.reda.it and uh, or www.revolution.it. But everything in, in Reda, you, you can find all uh, all our philosophy, all our uh, uh, all our brand uh, and all our information. And uh, but of course, uh, anyone that uh, comes to Biella is welcome to come and see us. Great, okay. And I'll make sure to link also to the Facebook page and the Instagram page. And I also thought it's really interesting that you also have an online shop where people can actually buy meters of your beautiful fabric. So anyone who wants to get their hands on Reda Fabric can do it actually from their online shop directly, which is great. <laughs> well, thank you. You are very well informed. Yes, Good. and yeah, no, but I think that's also something um, that where the market is going into that direction. And I was really positively impressed that you already have an online shop with all your fabrics because I think that's really important nowadays as well. 
Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Francesco, for your time. And I wish you continued success for all your different parts of the business and that they continue to grow as you hope them to do. Thank you, Elizabeth, for this great opportunity to talk with you and to talk with other people. Thank mm -hmm. you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You are certainly getting exposed to a lot of different English accents on the show. Today you had the combination of Italian and German English accents. Hopefully you enjoyed my conversation with Francesco Bottopuala from Reda and Revolution. I encourage you to check out the website of Reda because it is really nicely made and also have a look at the beautiful fabrics and the Revolution sportswear brand. You can find the links on the show notes at elizabethvandelden.com forward slash 038. All details are there, just visit elizabethvandelden.com forward slash 038. Also, I started a little newsletter that I send out twice per month. In the newsletter, I share my most recent blog posts, podcast episodes and other interesting news articles that are related to wool and the fashion industry. I would love it if you join my mailing list and receive the newsletter on a regular basis. You can sign up at elizabethvandelden.com forward slash newsletter. That is all for today. Talk to you again next week and bye for now.